The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Foundation Episode 3, The Mathematician's Ghost. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us on another episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. We're going to be talking about uh, Foundation's spoiler-free review for Episode 3, and I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader, 74, is here. Welcome, sir. Hi. How are you doing? Are uh, you... Am I what? Are you good with this highbrow? It's Sorry, right. I can't this early. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Are we a minute in? What? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still in. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm... I'm I... I, I <laughs> I turn it on and for some reason I pay attention until it's over, which is, <laughs> which is you know, weird for me yeah. sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying this show so far. Okay. Cool. I, as woke as people say it is, I don't care. Whatever. Wow. Um, yeah. I it's okay. I well, I'm not on Twitter. I haven't heard it's that. Just check our comments out. It's interesting. Jude is over here. Drinking. Drinking already. She's been doing shots. <laughs> like, oh, we're talking about that show. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, that's it. I understand. Jude's here. Welcome, Jude. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Kadish, who is uh, loving this show. I am. I, again, I watched this episode like five different times. God, you're mad. And man. I listened to the official podcast Ooh. of both episodes, so I have a lot to say. I listened to the first official podcast. Is it good? It's okay. okay. No, it, it's really not good. Oh, no. <laughs> but they, they, they do drop interesting little tidbits. You okay. got you you some dude who probably drinks too many soy lattes talking to Goyer and um yeah cool that's it man excellent all right guys this is spoiler free talking about how shitty his dad is growing up <laughs> he did spend a lot of time on his <laughs> well, shitty dad. terrible dad <laughs> my dad he made me read these books but I told him to fuck off but then I read it when I was older and I thanked him for it when he died on his deathbed that's basically the episode really yeah I'm not going to listen to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get into our a quick little review, we'll take a quick break. Listen to some sponsors. We'll be right back. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you like what we do here and you want to get our official, like, full spoiler deep dive into this episode, go to saltynerdclub.com. That is where we get our spoiler-filled uh, episode of Foundation. You join the club. It's only $5 a month. We really appreciate the help. And you get access to four exclusive podcasts every single month with Discord access. We do live streams. We do video games. We do all kinds of cool stuff with our patrons. Mm -hmm. So jump in there. And join the club. All and, commercial uh, free. All commercial free. We have a ton of fun with, with the community that we have there. We've gained a bunch of new uh, patron members. Thank you guys so much for your support. We hope you enjoy the exclusive content. Uh, so, Mr. Kadish, what is the synopsis for this episode? All right. So, um, before we get into the episode, I just want to kind of cover what they 
like the the tidbits that they dropped in the official C pod or the official foundation podcast. And it's that, um, so Goyer mentioned that before Apple was willing to pony up the money for the show, he had to sit down and give them his plan for all eight seasons. So he knows the, the general overview of every season that they have planned, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Goyer also revealed that he's a total douche, which I've known for years. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. He's just, Oh God, I hate listening to that guy talk. Um, but, uh, he's turning in a good show, so I can't really be too critical of him right, right. now. So uh, Goyer comes from the school of Christopher Nolan, and he said that basically they're using nothing but practical sets and props as much as possible. So like all the location, like this isn't volume stuff. This is actually when on location shot this show, a lot of the sets are actually built. So uh, they're not hev- as heavily reliant on CGI as something as The Mandalorian, which I thought was very interesting. That's cool. Uh, Goyer's also working with Robin Asimov, Isaac Asimov's daughter and the Asimov estate. And he kind of in the first episode of the podcast, he went through how he was a little bit worried about pitching the genetic dynasty idea to, to them, but they eventually uh, agreed that it would be like a good um, addition to the story. And they've approved basically all the changes that um, Goyer has wanted to do with the show. Uh, They also talked about the gender swapping of the characters. And uh, he basically Goyer said that because Asimov didn't really have any female characters in the books that they just wanted to make it a little bit more diverse by adding in the um, you know female characters. And so far I've been liking what they've been doing with the gender swap characters. So like, I'm kind of like, okay with it. <laughs> I, <know>. I don't <laughs> well, know. It it's because- one, it's one thing to be like, yeah, we're going to gender swap one character, but they've, they've done that to more than one. And their main characters. Yeah. So far. I mean, my understanding is, is uh, empires, not even empire in the books, right? The way they do it. Yeah. 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 There's only one Cleon in the books, yeah, which, which is fascinating to me because in this particular episode, the first 20 minutes, it's was, all about was, it yeah. was awesome. It was, it was a really good part of the show. Yeah. And, and you know, the more I, about him, the more really I good. think about the genetic dynasty, like mm-hmm. there's, there's, they're creating a continuity of adversarial, um, you know, like antagonists to mm-hmm. the, the foundation because it, it's so, it's such a trip to think like, you know, it's the same character, but it's different, like mm-hmm. as time goes on. And one of the interesting things that Goyer mentioned in the podcast was that there's going to be a lot of time jumps in the show as the story unfolds, as we saw in this episode where mm-hmm. it goes like back 400 years and ahead 450 years. And at stuff least, like that. yeah, uh, at least uh, they make a point of telling you when that happens. Yeah. I hate yeah, it when shows, that. I hate it when shows do that and they just uh, make, the Witcher. You, <laughs> they yeah, just well, the Witcher, make you figure it out. The Witcher was confusing as hell. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. It was intentionally season, confusing. Yeah. On season one of the Witcher though, it was just like, I was confused. Yeah. Yeah. And, this one, they make a point 400 years ago. And the story <laughs> they're telling, it, it kind of, you can see how they're kind of trying to fold them all together. Mm-hmm. So it makes Makes a little more sense. Yeah, like they even said in the podcast that they're looking at time as like its own character. And mm-hmm. so like they they want to play with that. And one of the interesting things that Goyer mentioned was that Asimov never finished the thousand year story that he set out to tell. Like he got up to about 500 years. And so one of the goals of the show is to actually complete the story. And so like they're going to go the full thousand years mm-hmm. on the series, whereas the books only covered about the first 500 years. Hopefully and, he doesn't bend up. Yeah, it, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen that go bad. <laughs> well, one of the interesting things about episode two of the podcast was they introduced the other kind of like co-showrunner slash producer of the show, which is Jane Espenson. Really? And uh, yeah, so like, don't you try to make me like this show? <laughs> so, so if you don't know who who Jane Espen is, um, she was like one of the big writers and producers of the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer series. Oh this makes me furious. She, she, that you're saying this. <laughs> like, like, like she's one of Joss Whedon's um, like 
like proteges and like she's gone on she worked on game of thrones she worked on um the nevers um like like she uh, she did once upon a time like she's been involved in a lot of like really good shows oh we're gonna make jude like this show oh god damn it <laughs> and, and so like she didn't have anything to do with the first two episodes but uh, i think josh friedman who uh, was the showrunner for uh, the snowpiercer show mm -hmm. Him and Goyer uh, worked on those two, but then Jane Espen came in. Espenson. Espenson. And she basically, um, from episode three to 10, was involved with the show. And so uh, her fingerprints are on this now. <sighs> My whole body just got hot with rage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we ready to get into it? We are. So okay. one of the interesting things about this episode is that it starts off with what Goyer calls a short film. Uh which is basically the first 20 minutes, as, as Vader said, is a tale about the empire and uh, the decline of Dusk, um, you know, the, the first Cleon and uh, the rise of a new Cleon. So we kind of see the beginning and end of like a new well, cycle. I think I said in our first episode, or maybe it was the second episode, I don't know, but I was curious about how the succession how it worked, how yeah. it worked. And I just found it really fascinating, and, and and I really found it fascinating how all these clones kind of grow up with their. They end up having like different personalities from each other, slightly, yeah. slightly different. You know, you know yeah. it's like it was like when we were walking through the hall of head statues or whatever, and it's like Cleon the thinker, Cleon the, the alchemist, the, the alchemist, mm -hmm. Cleon the painter. You know, those I made those up, but but, but they <laughs> no, all I have. I think you were actually right. That, <laughs> yeah. but, but they all have their own little quirks yeah. that makes them unique from their predecessor. And I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And I want to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I was bored out of my mind for the per first like 15 minutes. Oh, of this I was episode. not. I was so I was bored because not. here's like we talked about this in the last couple of episodes. Like, oh, this is how the Cleon Empire works, where one is is gen genetically born. And then he, as he ages, he takes over as the older one mm -hmm. dies off. And that's kind of the cycle that they've been having for the past 400 years. Yeah, and, so, it, and it was kind of a trip to see like the, the new day and the new dusk. And it's like, oh, in the previous episodes, that was the dusk was yeah, day yeah. and day was, was dawn. So mm -hmm. wait, the dusk is the one that hung everybody. <laughs> yes. The new dusk is the one that hung everybody in that last episode. Yep. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was cool. It's and cool. Then, and then they have like a baby baby come out. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just, it was just interesting to see how. They it were, was how cool, they worked it in. but so. like I kind of already got that from the first two episodes. I kind of understood how this cycle worked. Yeah. So I, to have it be like played out over 20, 30 minutes, I was kind of like, oh, yeah. Maybe I, I needed to see the the ritual. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I'm not complaining about it. I just, for me, I was just kind of like, yeah, I already knew, I already kind of like speculated that this is how it worked in the first place. So I didn't really need to see it for 20 minutes, but I get why they did well, it. And they were also setting up the relationship between, um, What's her name? Demerzel. Demerzel yes. and the Cleons. Yeah. So, and what there is at the end of this uh, little montage thing, or not montage, and at the end of the short film that they did about the Cleons, that's when it clicked in my head. The reason why they showed all this is because yeah. the new day, who is like at the end of this, is like seventeen or something. Mm -hmm. Not the new new dawn. New, I'm sorry, the new dawn. He's like seventeen, mm -hmm. and something's different about him. Yeah. And we'll get into that in the, in the spoiler section, but I thought that was very, very cool. Yeah. So one of the interesting things about this episode is that it's broken up into two parts. So the first 20 minutes or so is a story about the, the empire and the new cycle of Cleons. And then we get to the uh, foundation and their landfall on terminus and the creation of the colony. And it's Salvor Hardin's story. And it kind of picks up from the end of episode one, where we kind of see her approach like the vault. Mm -hmm. and one of the interesting things that Goyer mentioned in the podcast was that, so in the books, there's a thing called the time vault and the time vault opens at 
particular periods of time and a hologram of Harry Seldon pops up and basically tells them, okay, this is what you're going to do now. And uh, Goyer said, like, if you think you know what this fault is, you're wrong. Mm. And so it's not going to be something directly from the book. They're going to put like a little twist on it and you kind of get a little bit more exploration into the vault and like, you know, Salvor Hardin's relationship with it in this episode, which I thought was really interesting. Cool. Jude, you just rolled your eyes. Fuck, I knew you were going to come straight to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to roll your eyes and then not say anything. So I'll go, what's up? Okay, I'll tell you. All right. After she drinks a lot. After she drinks the entire bottle of beer. <laughs> this is what we do, folks. And that's all I have to say about that. Really? That's all you're going to say? No. <laughs> I fucking hate this show. Why? Because. Because it changes too reasons. much? No, because. Um, okay. I've been trying to separate myself. From the book. And and I was talking to Kadish um, about this throughout the week because he's he's like, I don't understand. And I was like, I don't understand why you like it. <laughs> um, so I'm not a sci-fi girl. I am a fantasy girl and a horror and a cheesy and a campy girl. Uh, yes, I read the book. Um, I would not say that I loved the book, but I read it and I know what happened in it. And this is a show based on the books. That's not based on the books and it's totally confusing. Mm -hmm. And so now I have to separate myself from the books and just watch it for what it is. And for me, it's, it's not for me. Um, it's not anything that I would ever be interested in, um, as content that I would watch for enjoyment. So I don't like it. And because I have to watch it for this show, now I hate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> However, I will say that the first 20 minutes, um, I actually was able, able to separate um, the books from the show. And um, I kind of got to know the character of the, the dusk yeah. going out. And it was a little bit confusing. I had to rewatch a little bit. And, um, but like, once I kind of got like, okay, this is, it's, I think it was like 19 years. And like, these are the same characters. Because at first I wasn't sure. Um, if dusk, cause in episode two, dusk is, is failing and yeah. I wasn't sure if what happened between then in this episode, if he had already died or if this was still him. So once I realized that that was still him, I was still like, Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. So it's still like following his journey and I was paying attention and invested in the story of these three emperors and, and, and what's happening there. And then once it goes to, um, um, it's not Trantor, it's, um, Terminus. Terminus, thank you. Uh, once it goes to Terminus, I was like, nah, checked out. Really? Yeah. Mm, okay. See, I really love the, the Terminus part because, uh, you know, the, the show is kind of speeding up the timeline from the books because the, um, so in this one, there's like an, an invasion kind of subplot um, that happens in the, I believe it's the fourth story in the books, uh, the fourth short story. And uh, the first one, a Salvor Hardin story is really kind of like a political thing where like she's taken on the, um, the trustee board of foundation and she kind of basically takes control of, or I should say he basically takes control of the, uh, of the colony, um, in the books. And so like that one, it's kind of like not very action heavy. It's, it's all like very political and, you know, um, kind of like, you know, Game they, of Thronesy. They kind of, really kind of hurried through all that stuff. Though, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. So, I appreciate so, that. so they're kind of condensing a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. like moving stuff up. And um, we're going to have a lot to say about that in our spoiler section. But yeah, I really okay. enjoyed the Trantor, or I should say the, the Terminus stuff, because now we're getting into the meat of the story. I mean, okay. there's always there's always stuff in books that you can't 
you have to gloss that over. That doesn't really yeah. translate well to a, a, a visual medium like this. Yeah. So you it, have to take some liberties. Yeah. Everybody always does. There's no direct book adaptation no. to anything. I think the first episode of Game of Thrones is as close as I've ever seen a book adaptation go. And even that glossed over a couple of things. You know, like you except know. for the whole opening scene of that episode. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I, books. I read the first, like, part of the first book and then I got bored with it, but I was like reading it and I'm like, oh, this, I, I remember seeing yeah. this happen in the, in the show. But anyway, all right. So that's kind of anybody have any closing thoughts for the non spoiler section? Did you enjoy this episode, Vader? I did. You I did. did. Okay. I, I enjoyed the, uh, the, the, the characters and everything. And okay. I enjoyed the, story the, the the invasion i'm a little bit intrigued about what's going to happen there okay I, I like the new guy yeah that, i did with the brought, beard you know that brings the chocolate the brox brings the chocolate very han solo yeah. I, I thought it was cool with how they get a little science fiction with him he's like 90 years old yeah well it's like well yeah but i'm in hypersleep half my life so i'm really only 35 which know, is a thing that, that we talked about yeah. in uh pitch black yes yeah yeah, yeah 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 for sure you know and and that makes you know sense yeah it's very we, sci-fi yeah stuff. it's very sci-fi i like it i like it so I'm more, I'm curious about that character and, you know, and, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still in, I'm, you know, I know we're only three episodes into eight years of content, so <laughs> I hope I'm still in and it's, it has me intrigued, and, Okay, you know, so sure. And yeah. Jude, are you still hate watching the show? Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. definitely. Cool. Is that your closing 100%. thought? Yeah. Okay. I hate it. I hate it forever. <laughs> I hope I can get into it because I've committed to it. And in fact, Kiedish and I made a deal. If by episode five, I'm still this miserable, we will look into replacing me. I <laughs> fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Wow. If you have listened to our Falcon and Winter Soldier review, I think uh, I hate this more. Really? Yeah. So if oh. you can compare it to that. That seems I get it. And this is such a far better show. Yeah, I know, Jesus. right? Jesus. <laughs> Stop ruining our relationship. <laughs> Kadish, closing thoughts on this episode. Yeah. So I feel like the first two episodes and the first 20 minutes of this episode were like a really good kind of prequel to the main story of, of Foundation. And, and now we're into going forward, uh, the main meat of, you know, uh, what's going to be happening for like the next like thousand years. Okay. Um, because like it, there was... These first three episodes were like tons of setup, mm -hmm. tons and tons of setup. Not a whole lot of action. Stuff happened, but uh, with the way that they're setting up the time jumps, uh, we're going to be seeing like stuff happen in the far future, stuff that happened in the far past, and it all kind of ties into what's happening in the present. And I'm really excited about it because I feel like they've actually got a plan and they're actually sticking to their plan and I'm on board with it. Cool. Um, for me, my closing thoughts, I was a little bored. Uh, during this episode, again, because it's mostly set up, there's not a lot of action, but I did appreciate the first 20 minutes, that short film. It was beautifully shot as the show yeah. has been so far. And uh, I, I liked the character interaction with the the recycling of the same person just getting older and, and aging out and then a new one being born. It was cool. I already kind of knew that's how it worked. Well, yeah. We so I didn't that. really need to see it, but it was still fascinating to watch. So I'm kind of in between like not caring and also being like, oh, this is very interesting. It's a weird middle ground for me. Uh, the second half of the episode was was cool. I'm I'm I want to see what happens with that and that introduction introduction to the new character. I'm very interested. I hope he sticks around because he's he's the one that I gravitated towards. Yeah, he's kind of. I'm a, like, oh, he's cool. He's kind of suave. He's, he's Han dead. Solo. Yeah, he's Han Solo. I'm like, he's I, also I'm, not in the books. Uh, of not course books. not. Of course not. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys. For our uh, continuation and the spoiler heavy, where we just go full nitty gritty salt, we dump whatever yeah, all of our theories, all of our theories, our thoughts, our, our uh, everything that we can say that we might get taken down off of YouTube or something like that, and all kinds of cool stuff. 
Go to saltynerdclub.com, join the club membership. You're going to get access to our spoiler heavy reviews of Foundation, along with a ton of other content, our backlog of like the last two years, and then uh, Discord access and all kinds of really cool stuff. All right. Uh, let's get out of here, Vader. Where can they find you on the socials? You can find me at MattVader74 on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and the other places. All right. And Jude, where can they convince you that this is a good show? <laughs> No, fuck you. Don't come for me. Pass. At I am Juju on Twitter. You can find me at I am Juju on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. But I swear to God, if you come for me and try to make me like this show, I will block you. (laughs) Blocked. And Matthew Kadish, where can they find you in Theorycraft on Foundation? You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. Kadishbooks.com will take you to my Amazon page. And check out our Facebook group over on Facebook. Just search for The Salty Nerd and you can find it very easily that way. All right. And I am your host, Alex, the Salty Nerd. You can catch me on our Discord app, saltynerddiscord.com. We'll be talking about Foundation and C and all the other TV shows and movies that we're talking about uh, on the podcast. And as always, stay salty, my friends. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 